This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a Tuesday. What is up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I found this article today in the newspaper, and I uh, photocopied it. Because it was right up our alley. Jumping right in. I like it. I didn't want to cut the article out because then I ruined a newspaper. And uh, newspapers are at a premium here. We don't get a lot of them. Three. We get three newspapers for about 400 uh, talk show hosts and producers and board operators. So I, I thought, let me photocopy this, Jerry, and print it out. Right on. I also didn't want to be known for having cut out this article in the newspaper. <laughs> uh, this is the headline, Jerry. Sex bots... Help ease the morning after. And morning is spelled like morning, like you're mourning someone. Like the death of somebody? Yes. Officials at True Companion, this is the robot-based company, Jerry. They're in New Jersey. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I it's California. We should go over there and take a tour of the facilities. If they invite us, I guess we could go. Yep. They uh, make uh, sex robots. Now, they say that. A lot of people want a sex robot that looks like a celebrity, right? But Sounds good. Their second most popular robot is for a spouse that has passed. That's weird. Weird, right? That's creepy weird. Yeah, so you lose a spouse and you can get a robot that looks just like them. I couldn't do that. Because they say that having sex with the robots is only 10 to 20% of what people are using these robots for. The other 80 to 90% is companionship, even with the robot, Jerry. I don't believe that, by the way. And they want companionship looking like the person that they had just lost. Yeah, that's no good, man. $10,000 these robots go for. The Roxy the sex robot, and Roxy is spelled with triple X in it. Get it, Jerry? R-O-X-X-X-Y. Yeah, no, I get it, yeah. Roxy the sex robot. Quote, most customers are just people looking for companionship, a loving touch, and a warm embrace. And what would you be looking for? Someone to cook for you? Um, Someone to watch TV with me. Something like but that. Right now, no one watches TV with you. Uh, well, Gina does on the, on the weekends. weekends. Yeah, we watch well, some Monday, television. Th- but during the week? During the week, I just uh, watch a little TV myself because I pass out as soon as I start watching TV. Interesting. By the, the- way, Roxy, not that hot. Really? I mean, it's a robot, Al. <laughs> is there a generic Roxy that, uh, like, uh, because this this article is talking about getting a Roxy that looks like either a celebrity or a spouse that has passed? Uh, I'm sorry. I just... I, you hit the wrong Roxy, Jerry? No, I'm just looking at these robots. Some of them really look real. Yeah. And that's where, to me, it gets freaky. 
So if your spouse passes away and you get someone, I mean, if they make them this, I mean, Al, some of these look like legit people. Not only that, Jerry, but the Roxy Sex Robot comes with multiple personality settings and can learn their owner's interests, likes, and dislikes. Yeah, again, you're getting too creepy now. My uh, robot would have to learn so many dislikes that I have in life. My robot was, would be so all right, confused. So let's, play, let's play the game. Mm-hmm. You have a robot. You're a miserable yes. human being a lot of times. Right. Would you program it to just make you happy? And if so, what would somebody, someone, or something have to do to make your frown turn upside down? Well, like this robot would have to hear me complaining and agree with me. So you want, all right, so that's number one. Yeah. To help you get through your ordeal Mm -hmm. or your fury. Yes. You want a yes person. Yes, I want someone who'd be like, yeah, and, and will pile on with me. Then what? Well, then that, what do you want it to do for you or to you? I get mostly, uh, I'm good mostly after that. Like my so anger, You don't need sexual rewards. With a robot? I don't think I want to have sex with a robot. <laughs> I'm going to say that By right the way, now. You said, I don't think. I don't think. You know, no. You could be tempted. I don't think I would like to have sex with a robot. But you could. You said they look very realistic, Jerry. Some of these do, yes. Although I would suspect that if you lost your companion uh, in your 70s or 80s, is an 80-year-old guy really going to have sex with an old lady robot? (laughs) No. Or are you getting the robot to look like your wife when she was in her 20s, 30s, 40s? Well, this goes back to the conversation we had with Phil Sims yesterday. Right. Craig asked, of your age, can you basically fantasize about a younger woman? Right. Which he said was creepy. I think he's lying. I think he's lying as well. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with fantasizing about a 30-year-old woman. Right. There's nothing creepy about that. And I think he does. (laughs) (laughs) You think Phil Simms is fantasizing about 30-year-old women? I think every every older man at some point thinks about that. What age do you think is getting to be inappropriate? When you're dead. No, no, I'm saying at what age woman fantasizing about is too well, weird. Well, it depends on how old you are. I what mean, if you're if, Phil Sims there's age, nothing you're, wrong with a 40-year-old guy finding a 23-year-old woman attractive. Right. There's something wrong with a 70-year-old guy thinking a 23-year-old girl is attractive. Really? Not, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say thinking they're attractive, but thinking that. Sexual thoughts. Right. I think the gap becomes, starts to become too ridiculous. I also think it depends uh, if you have children and what age they are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I agree. It's like with if that. you if you uh, you have boys, yeah. But like if you had right now a 19 year old daughter, sure, you might think that uh, fantasizing about a 23 year old would fantas- be too I mean, young. Is that the word we're using now? I guess so. Uh, I guess I brought that up. Who's your fantasy? If the drop goes that Eddie uses of me, you do say that weird. Yeah, uh, you almost sound like a robot. <laughs> I was doing um, my robot voice. So I have a friend of mine who got, I don't know if she got married young or had a kid young and then got married. I forget how it worked. All right. She is, 40, I'm 43. She's got to be 41. She's got a 22-year-old daughter. She looks like she's in her, very attractive, older. She looks like she's in her upper 20s. Like, they can pass for sisters. All right. And she's got a son who's 14, I believe, maybe 13, something like that. If you're telling me that, there's something wrong with that, the thinking she's attractive. 
I don't know. I mean, if you or saying someone of her friend is attractive, I don't know you're only talking a difference of like 19 years. You're not talking 30 and 40 years. Again, to me, a 70 year old that's that's attracted to a well, I shouldn't say that either. What Dude, about I don't know. This is a weird topic. What I don't about know. let me let me turn it around the other way. What about women fantasizing about younger men? So like a Good woman in them. a woman in her late 40s fantasizing about a 22 year old man, a hunk, a hunk like a pool boy. I'm sure that happens all the time. Right. Like, why wouldn't it? Right, but we always turn it around as we make it the older guy, younger girl. Because that's what we think about more so. It's kind of like the cheating thing. Do you Everybody think... thinks the men cheat and the women don't cheat. I right. believe that women cheat more than men, actually. Well, if men are cheating with women, they have to be equal. They don't, because you're not cheating with a married spouse. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. And it's, I'm talking about married couples. I don't mean just couples that are together. All due respect, you're not married. So if you cheated on your girlfriend, that sucks. But I don't know if there's a – is there a stat held for girlfriends and boyfriends cheating on one another? I don't know if there is. Usually it's married couples right. and spouses and divorces and all that stuff. So I believe the women do it more than men do. But if you think about cheaters, I think you go and think man first, no? Yes. So that's why. Probably everybody thinks about this stuff. It's just who wants to admit it. Would you fantasize about a robot? No. Do you really think, asking that question? Do you think the robot would, you know, these robots learn our behaviors, learn our life? Would the robot then begin to fantasize about another robot owner, not if you? If you program it to. Could you imagine like It's you, still a computer at the end right. of the day. Well, could you imagine if you get a robot, a sex robot, and it's learning all about you, and then the robot cheats on you? That's got to be the worst. <laughs> By the way, especially if you got the robot because your spouse cheated on yes. you and you got divorced or broken up. You might well never. I'm not gonna. Like say you it. see your buddies on like a Sunday for football. Hey, how's that going with that robot? No, no, the robot cheated on me as well. That's stupid. Now let me ask you this: with a human. And if you decide to destroy the robot, is that a crime? Mm, interesting. This is bizarre that we spend ten minutes on yes. robots. No, as I think uh, science sort of demands that these things be talked about. Good point. You're funny. Hmm. hmm. All right. right. Making noises. All right, let me see which story I want to do next for you, Jerry. Talk. Here's one. A new study comes out that shows that women prefer the body odor of men who eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Yeah, because it doesn't stink. As opposed to men that eat a lot of garlic and onions? Well, how about this even, Jerry? Men who ate a lot of refined carbs, such as white bread and pasta, gave off a smell that was less appealing. Yeah, I believe it. It's all chemically induced. One of the scientists here at the university, uh, the McGuire University in Australia says, quote, we've known for a while that odor is an important component of attractiveness, especially for women. Scientists say that our sweat can help signal our health status and could possibly play a role in helping to attract a mate. Problem with that is if you eat a lot of garlic, which is very healthy for you, you smell. But we cover up our smells with deodorants. I don't know that you can cover that smell up. I don't. Garlic? Yes. How about this, Jerry? Men who ate a lot of meat did not produce a sweat that was any more or less attractive to women. But meat did tend to make men's odor more intense. Do you think we cover up our own odors and shouldn't as humans so that we uh, the, the odors can um, do what they were meant to do? Which is what? Attract people. 
<laughs> or detract or people. Or detract people. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good with the way life is right now. But now we've gotten so used to... By the way, that, that Carton Chaos cologne, very good. You've used it? I have. Really? I like it. On a night out? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're a cologne guy if you're going to go out for the night? Yeah, if I'm going out. Like, we went to a wedding Friday night. You'll go, boom, cologne. Yeah. Where, where do you spray it? Where does a man, where is a man supposed to spray cologne? You On don't his use neck? cologne at all? I don't. Never. A hundred years ago, I mean, ago, I don't I use don't it a ton. You know, once but Like, a while. women will spray it on their wrists and rub their wrists together. Yes. And I, then honestly, on their neck. Honestly, for me, just one on the side of the neck and then the clothes. Oh, spray it on the clothing. Yeah, it lasts longer. And not a lot. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to do is you do not want to walk into a room and smell like a perfume factory. Now, at Borgata Friday night, will you have cologne on? Yeah. You will? Sure. The night out? Why not? Chaos by Carton? I don't know about that, but you have a. Do you have a a number of uh, colognes you choose from, like a rotation? Yeah, my wife buys them for me, so I have a. I have like three of them. Do you remember any of the kinds? I don't. Chaos by Carton. That's the only one that she did not buy for me. You got that free here. I can't think of the one I really like. How about when you when you were in high school? It was the big cologne. Dracar. Yeah. I don't think I use that though. Like a obsession and obsession, e- yes. Eternity was also one. Yeah, I, I liked had, Eternity. I had Eternity. The problem with Eternity, I always got the bottle that didn't have the spray, and that was a pain in the ass. Oh, you had to dab it on your neck. Jerry, we are almost at the end of summer, which means uh, Labor Day is coming up soon. That depresses me. That is a little depressing. And the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, they call themselves NHTSA. You see what I did there, Jerry? The, uh, the first letters. letters. Yeah, the first letters. They are partnering with uh, law enforcement, something they're calling drive sober or get pulled over. That means going to be a lot more cops out on the road looking for people who are drunk drivers. Sure. So here's the best way to not be caught drunk driving, Jerry. You don't drink and drive. (laughs) It's pretty simple, Al. Very simple. So what does that mean? Well, you've got to have a game plan going into your... Uh, festivities. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't figure it out once you get there because when you have some drinks, your judgment is not the best. So what do you do? You find somebody to be a designated driver for yourself or you figure out you're going to definitely take a cab home. Yep. Or how about this? They have an app you can get on your cellular telephone. Really? Jerry. Yes. Let me see the name of this app. It's called Safe Ride. Oh, Safer Ride, I'm sorry. Safer Ride mobile app. Right. And you download it on your phone, and before you have any drinks, you put in there who you're going to call when you're drunk. So that this way you know and you yeah. don't have to think about yeah. it later. Now, that could be uh, a friend of yours that you've decided is your driver for the night. Right. Uh, that could be the phone number to a taxi. Maybe you hit up a Uber or a Lyft. See, that's it right there. There's no excuse no anymore. No excuses anymore. It doesn't cost much to get yourself uh, a ride home. You know what does cost a lot of money, though, Jerry? A DUI. Ten grand in attorney fees, fines, court costs, that sort of thing. Plus, that's saying you just get a DUI and you don't injure anybody or yourself. Think about that. Is it yeah. really worth ten? Th- forget the other issues. Is Which it worth are $10,000? Right. Assume no one gets hurt and right. you're a moron. Is it worth $10,000? Right. Exactly, Jerry. So here's what you do. Drive sober or get pulled over. Visit trafficsafetymarketing.gov. Download the app, 
safer ride? I just have. Bam. Just did it. I'm going to make you my designated driver for Labor Day weekend. I won't be seeing you Labor Day weekend. All right. Well, I'll come over. But if you want to come over for drinks, I'll be happy to drive you home. All right, Jerry. Because you'll be living closer. Game plan. Uh, It's a game plan for me. Done. So do it. Do it now. I am doing it right now. Jerry, you're aware of this uh, eclipse that's happening? A lot of people are talking about the eclipse. I got to be honest. I don't give a goddamn about it, but Mm. yes, I am aware of it. Not interested in the eclipse. Not interested. Goes this story. No, uh, <laughs> you keep you keep hearing South Carolina is a great place to see the eclipse for whatever reason. Yes, I actually have. Uh, so I'm running a sports league right now, mm-hmm. and I actually have people that have told me when is this eclipse next week? I believe uh, the 21st of right August. next Monday. Yeah, August I have. So I might as well not even have it next week. That's how many people are packing up and going to North Carolina for this. Really? Yes. South Carolina. North whatever Carolina. Car- whatever one Carolina of the Carolinas. I'm going to Carolina, see an eclipse. Well, check this out, Jerry. Yeah. The South Carolina Emergency Management Division. That's a real thing. South Carolina Emergency Management Division is urging vigilance to their residents to be on the lookout for lizard men during the solar What does eclipse. that even mean? Well... They tweeted out a map showing the locations of reported sightings of a mythical creature, the Lizard Man. The past few decades, people have seen no, they haven't. Lizard Man they haven't. in South Carolina. No, they haven't. The tweet says... You know why they haven't? It's not real. Well, I'm sorry. This is from the South Carolina it, it, there's Emergency... There's no Lizard Man. The tweet reads, regarding possible paranormal... <laughs> Regarding possible paranormal activity potentially occurring during the solar eclipse, as always, if you see something, say something. And they that's what we're saying now. If you see something, say something. Isn't that for terrorists and lizard and lizard men? Oh my god! This historical map is in response to recent media reports about possible paranormal activity associated with the eclipse. They do not know if lizard men become more active during a solar eclipse. No, they don't because they don't exist. But we advise that residents of Lee and Sumter counties should remain vigilant. Let me ask you this. If there were real lizard men, Mm -hmm. why are we still living in Lee and whatever county we're talking about? Wouldn't you be worried about getting eaten by a lizard man? Yes. Has anybody been eaten by a lizard man? Not that they've lived to tell about it. There's no lizard man. But people have gone missing. Stop it. Perhaps yeah, people go missing man. in every county, in every state in this country. It happens. You know what doesn't happen? Getting eaten by a lizard man. Hmm. Because there is no lizard man. Well, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division. Well, they're a bunch of morons. It will neither confirm nor deny the existence of lizard men. You know why they can't confirm it? It doesn't exist. They're just saying... With the eclipse, you never know, Jerry. With the eclipse, Ugh. spaceships might come down. Lizard men might come out of the ground. Let me ask you this. Spaceships Sasquatch. come down next Monday. Do we have a job Tuesday? Like, should we still come in or are like, we good? Well, if they're going to be friendly. Right. I don't think that if there if is such a thing, they're going to be friendly. They're going to go to war with they're, us. And just disintegrate us. Probably no work. And steal, the, and steal the globe. The globe? The globe. The world. Yes. Hmm. What, are the, what are we doing? What are the president? It's kind of like Craig today with the... The planes crash. What? Are we, why? What why do you would mean? you bring that up? The lizard men? 
Why would you bring up basically having aliens just take over the world? Well, here's why. Because everyone, you mentioned it, is talking about the solar eclipse. And I'm this, not talking about it. You said everyone. I'm not talking about it. This is a story. It. You know who's not talking about it? My wife. My kids are not talking about it. I don't get the sense you're talking about it very often when you go home. But then again, you don't talk to anybody because you live alone. How about this? When you go home tonight at dinner, bring up the lizard, man. Not going to do that. You know why? Because they don't exist. Although in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they might exist. So in that... Just act like they exist. In that way, we might. And nonchalantly go, uh, do you think we'll see any pictures of these lizard men during the eclipse? I'm going to video that? Yes. Yeah, I'll pass. Put that on your Twitter. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that. But that's, the that's good. Thank man. you. Yes. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a day, well, man. Well, Jerry, that's all I have. Now, you've I'm tired. Been, uh, you were co-hosting with Craig this morning. Boomer's back tomorrow. You were doing updates. You're doing updates with Joe and Evan. You did a warm-up show. You did a post-game show. 10-10 wins. 10-10 wins. Wow. You are CBS Radio today. Yeah, I'm nothing is what I am. Well, I wouldn't say that. Whatever. It's been a fun day. I hope the lizard men don't come for you, knowing how prevalent you are in the media. And if they need to get their message out, you might be a guy they're interested in. See, I get the sense that won't happen. You know why? (laughs) Because you don't live in South Carolina? Because they don't exist. Oh, or they don't exist. (laughs) All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. Goodbye. It definitely exists because I was part of it this morning, along with Mr. Jerry Retko, and it is right... Here's your- it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, a very good Tuesday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Burlington. Hello, Joshua Trial Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? All right? Yeah, good. I watched the Yankees-Mets last night, and we all love like when Aaron Judge comes to the plate uh, because he has the potential to hit a monster home run. Yes. But now that he's also striking out for 31 straight games... I'm interested now to see if he also strikes out. So you're into the strikeout yeah. more so than the long ball. I'm going to say equally as much. Like tonight when he uh, gets Jacob DeGrom, yeah. I'm looking for first at bat, strikeout. Let's keep this going. <laughs> you want 32, 32 tonight games. This way you can go to sleep. Adam Dunn has the uh, record, 32 straight. I think uh, Aaron Judge can beat it, Jerry, and I hope he is going to do something to try to get into the record books. Yeah, I don't think he's going to try and get into the record books, but he very well might against DeGrom tonight, yes. Right. It's not a scrub pitcher. Right. No, no, of course not. DeGrom's a strikeout kind of guy. So let's go. Let's get it going. Uh, when's he bat third, fourth? Yeah. So first inning. Now, let me Strike ask you this. Out, You're a Met fan. Yes, I am. Any issue with the gas can coming back out for a second <laughs> inning in Hansel Robles? I did like... I did think of you last night when he gave up oh. the Hicks homer and he I mean, pointed. Come on. He did the point to the sky again. I mean, this guy. <laughs> like, there it goes. Yeah. Out of the stadium. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I actually put that one on Terry Collins. He, it can't be. He gave you a good inning. Get the guy out. What are we doing? Right. Terry so. Collins, uh, I heard some clips Harris Allen was playing on the right end. Still sounding very under the weather. Well, listen, I get those upper respiratory. And for you never get, I don't know what you do, but I get those upper respiratory infections. They take about a week now. I eat chicken that's, I'm sure, filled with antibiotics, so yeah. I'm fine. So you're actually getting medicine from your yeah. food. <laughs> when I eat my regular chicken every night, I'm getting the <laughs> antibiotics that they plug into the chicken breast to make it plumper. Yeah, plumper. It's keeping me healthier, Jerry. Yeah, and your sweet potato and your broccoli every day yep. probably is a little... All of those things. Do you things. ever get bored? No. 
So you never have a night where you're making dinner and you're like, this again? No, I'm like, oh, the chicken and the sweet potatoes For again. For real? Yeah. I don't get that. I yeah, really don't. Week. On the weekend, I like to vary it up. Oh, but during the week, <laughs> you're out on a limb for two days a week. I find comfort in eating the same things and having a very well, hard routine. It's consistent and consistency, but that satisfies you. I, yes. I just don't understand. And this is the, here's the thing about Al that I don't understand. Oh, I'm satisfied. Al can literally take a Kit Kat bar mm-hmm. and have two strips of the Kit Kat bar, Kit Kat bar, put the other two back in the refrigerator, yes. and he's like. I'm good. I had my sweets. Yes, for dessert, I eat two Thin Mints from the Girl Scouts. How do you have two? <laughs> two of them. Most people eat a whole sleeve. Well, if you bring the sleeve with you. You're the type that would buy a bag of Oreos, yeah. a package of Oreos, and it would literally last you a month and a half because yes. you get 48 Oreos in a package. It's discipline. You'd have one. It, I, it it's is like discipline. A, I'm like a karate student, Jerry. No, I, you're not. You're nothing disciplined. Like, no, you're nothing like a karate student. Only my student. food. If, if karate you it upside your head, you'd be running like a girl out to the car. <laughs> yeah, there I am enjoying my Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> exactly. Jerry, I was very saddened to hear that uh, Ric Flair is not doing well. The uh, re- former wrestler. I think he's former wrestler because he doesn't really wrestle anymore. He's in his 60s. I'm sorry to hear that. A, a lot of uh, uh, conflicting news coming out, though, uh, based on family members' tweeting and then uh, hearing reports they say he was uh he was okay after surgery after being put in a medically induced coma which i have no idea what that means right but it doesn't sound great Woo! there he is there not doing that in his prime right uh but some of his family said uh, it was heart related the the surgery then others said not heart related so who knows there's a great is it really your business uh, yes, it is my business. How come? I followed uh, Mr. Flair's mm-hmm. entire career. I would like to know how he's doing. Well, I think they're telling you how he's doing. No, very conflicting, though. Is he dead? He is alive. Okay, that's all you need to know. And there appears to be a great, based on the uh, theatrical trailer that I saw, a great 30 for 30 coming on Ric Flair. Oh, DVR. Uh, I'll be DVRing that of for sure. I'm sorry. I have no interest in wrestling. Uh, well, this isn't wrestling, Jerry. This is a legend. Where's he from? This man's uh He's a legend doing what? Uh, he's a, a wrestling Wrestler, legend. right. From mm-hmm. North Carolina. Got it. Is where he's from and still lives. And people still say when they would see him at the gas station, you can yell woo to him. And, and he'll he will, woo you back. He'll woo you back. Give and me be your happy best to woo. do it. Woo! Not him, you. Oh, me. <laughs> no, that's not a woo. I watched this one, Jerry. Ready? Woo! That's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. I used to love him at Georgia Championship Wrestling on TBS when we first got cable. The TBS, you get the Braves game and wrestling. Is that true? Yeah. So was the Brave game first, then the wrestling, or was it like different nights? Well, it was, uh, I guess, uh, different. Well, it was Saturday nights. They played baseball every night. Have you ever gotten involved in the wrestling chat in the newsroom, which happens almost daily between Monzo, Evan Roberts, Chris McMonagall, and all those guys? No, because those guys talk current wrestlers, and I don't have any idea who they are? Oh, so you don't watch it anymore? No, I haven't oh, I watched you in many years. It. No, like the WWE is very nice to us, and they offer us wrestlers all the time. Right. And most of the time, I, I have to turn them down because I don't know who they are, and neither do Boomer and Craig. Right. Because they don't follow. But if we get offered a legend like a Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan, now, would those you, guys. If it's WrestleMania at MetLife no. Stadium, you wouldn't go. No, because I don't out. know any. I don't know the storylines. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, nor do I. I'm all old school Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. So a big woo to Ric Flair, Jerry. And we hope he gets better. Hope woo! he gets better. Absolutely. All right. Uh, from Giant Camp, I want to play you this oh. one clip. All righty. I mean, 
he's probably saying the right thing, but to me, I would say have a little fun. Now, you saw online all the uh, the catches that, what's his name, Beckham has been making with the one hand and all yes, that stuff. Yes, the one-handed catch. So here's, I'll give you 15 seconds, a reporter with Ben McAdoo. Not quite the answer I would have thought. I thought he would have had fun with this. He does not. Eddie, uh, sound? Reaction when he makes some of those one-handed catches that he can do. I like two hands on the ball better than one. I like completions better than incompletions. So yesterday he makes this one-handed catch. You teach two hands, preach two hands to him. See, see my last answer. <laughs> I mean, lighten up, See, dude. I like that. It's August. I Listen, yeah, I get it, but it's August. Have some fun. No? I guess. No, I Wake say up. no. Because you, you, see, gr- you should have a great team. You've got a great player. Embrace it. Isn't that what we're told? We're telling everybody to do. Well, we see him do, doing those uh, one-handed backhand catches yeah. in practice. Then he'll drop a ball across the middle. It hits him in the chest. Uh, listen, in a I game. get. I get that. But when there is an opportunity to make those wacky, I mean, listen, that catch against the Cowboys will live forever. Yes. Right. When he does that, he's a story. They're a story. All I'm saying is, don't tell him. Hey, every time the ball's coming to you, one hand. Have fun with it, though. Right, but you just said, have fun with it. You're expected to have a good, a really good team this year. Yes. Maybe he's nervous that because the expectations are we're supposed to have a good team. Keep him grounded. Keep him grounded, Jerry. I guess. They uh, really should be really good. They should be. They should be. Should be. Should be. And then uh, one other thing from football, which is interesting. So I'm reading about Jerry Rice. He went to Niners camp yesterday. And he's running routes. and He's he, trying out for the Niners? No, he was basically there speaking to the team. Steve oh. Young spoke to the team, but he decided to get on the field. He looks great. He's 54, I believe. And as I'm reading the article, it says, well, we shouldn't be surprised that he can still run routes because in 2004, his last year, he had a game against the Cowboys where he had, I forget, six or seven catches, 143 yards, Jerry Rice, blah, 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 blah. If I put you on the spot right now and asked you what team he was playing for, go. Raiders. That's what I would have thought. Oh, I know what it is. Do you really? Uh, now, based on that, Seahawks. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he I played forgot. eight games yeah. with the Seahawks at the end. <laughs> I hate when players do that. I really do. You, well, I mean, a lot of guys do it, though. You wanna, I know. It was like There's a picture when you put in um, Jerry Rice and I put images Seahawks because I just didn't remember that. And one of the first pictures that comes up, to your point, is Jerry Rice in his Seahawks jersey embracing Emmitt Smith in the Cardinals jersey. Yeah, it's so weird. It's different. I mean, it's it's Joe Namath and the Rams. It's all sorts of different. It was uh, Aikman almost went to the Dolphins at the end. Phil Simms almost went to the Browns. A lot of guys do it. I agree. But they still want to play. I mean, listen, Favre came here with the Jets and until his shoulder blew up, was having a great season. He goes to the Vikings and he should have went to the Super Bowl. So in some cases it works. In most cases it doesn't. I think Jerry Rice, it worked with Oakland, and I, I just don't remember him with Seattle. Yeah, it did all. not work with the Seahawks, Jerry. No, but so I thought that was kind of interesting yesterday. He, Why is it, do you think? I mean, I guess because the kids are younger and faster, and I'm not saying at 54, but Jerry Rice probably could have continued playing. Like, he would have been a competent third receiver, like a possession guy. I'm telling you, Al, you watched the videos from him yesterday. He's out running, guys. His brakes are clean. He looks like he's still 35 years old. We had him in here the one day Craig was throwing boxes of Entenmann's donuts at him. Oh, he caught everything. snagging. See? He's in shape. Yeah. I wonder, though, how many players, only because, uh, like, do do you think there were players on that field in Niner uniforms? Kids. That didn't know who he was? Yeah. Yes, I do think that. I it's amazing to me that they... That, I'm telling you, Al, a lot of these guys don't watch. They just play. Right, like when we were at Giant Camp and Jet Camp, the guys had no idea who Boomer was. Sure. 
Number one, Boomer's been on the NFL today for 15 years. So you're telling me as a kid growing up wanting to be a football player, you weren't watching the pregame shows? Um, yes, I'm, I'm telling you that. I do think that's possible. Absolutely. We got to take a break. This like, portion has been sponsored by Burlington. Make Burlington stores your back-to-school headquarters and save big on shoes, backpacks, lunch bags, casual looks, and basics. Your favorite brand names for less. Burlington, style for everyone. I interrupted you. How'd that feel? I was going to say, like, you know, I studied broadcasters when I wanted to be a broadcaster. Right. I was aware of <laughs> Remember Art Rush Jr.? I don't know who that is, but exactly. I'll right, we'll take guys. a quick break. Uh, Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, welcome back. This portion sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care and I Persprint. Yankees took the series opener for the Mets 4 2. They got home runs from Aaron Hicks and Gary Sanchez in the eighth inning. Aaron Judge game tying home run in the sixth. You get Jacob DeGrom, Sonny Gray tonight on the fan at 625. Yankees now trail Boston by four and a half games in the AL East. Indians beat the Red Sox 7 3. Also, the NBA releasing their schedule for the upcoming season. Nets begin October 18 at Indiana. The Knicks October 19 at Oklahoma City. This brought to you by Dove Men Plus Care and I Persprint. No one wants to be the sweaty guy at work, right? So pick up some Dove Men Plus Care. 91% of guys who use it recommend it. Go. Jerry, around here it's Tater Tot Tuesday. Yes, I've in, heard. In Los Angeles, it's Tattoo Tuesday. Nice. If you're a Chargers fan, you could show up to their facility today and like get a real tattoo. Real tattoo. So Bob Dwyer would be all over this. But I feel like the Chargers are one of those teams you have to be careful about getting a tattoo for Why? them. Because they can move again. So what? And then your tattoo is no if good. The Cowboys moved to Oklahoma well, or Nebraska. Happening. You'd still be a Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys fan, are in, they're entrenched though. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm saying if you like the team, I think you'd still root for the team, wouldn't you? You would, but no. would you want a sure tattoo? You, you don't no, want you, a tattoo that says LA. Fans don't root for the Ravens. Just put the Mike logo on. 